Welcome to the Mucked Up My Self Care podcast. I'm Jill from New York. And I'm Linda from Tasmania. We are two moms from opposite sides of the world who are living, demonstrating, and helping moms across the world fill their self-care asset bank. Ready to dive in? Messy, interrupted, imperfect, and most of all mucked up. Let's get going. Good morning. Hello. Favorite time of the week. Self-care. I too. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. Right, when we're feeling yeah. down, we're like, oh, yay, we get to record and have a conversation. Yes. <laughs> Our self-care is right now, yes. live, yes. behind this podcast. Well, speaking <laughs> of us is... needing a little bit of self-care, Linda, mm-hmm. do you yes. have highs and lows to share today? <laughs> highs and lows. Okay. Low. Um, crush in scheduling. A little just expectations of myself and expectations from others and others maybe not having the same drive or desire and therefore needing some boundaries there of saying you know what just because I work from home doesn't mean that I can run around and do errands all week <laughs> yep that's um yes Certainly challenging as a working from home mum, as we know. Yes. And we hear, we hear you, all the people out there who are in a similar situation. (laughs) Um, Hi, Sigrid, my little one, has just learned how to spin around in circles. And it is so, so cute. It's adorable. <laughs> she she can do two, two, three in a row and then she gets all dizzy. Oh my and gosh. it's just adorable, she thinks. And she's very much learnt the yes and the no. Very like cool. she she shakes her head, but she shake her head with her mouth wide open. And, like, <laughs> and then if she wants something, like I said, you want do you want some banana? And she'd be like, to the point where she will nod her head so hard that she will fall over. And it's, oh, my gosh, just so many things coming through that are so adorable. Cool. So yeah. cool. Enjoying those moments. So, yeah. <clears throat> what about you? Highs, lows, middles, mm. all the things. I think mine's a combined today. It's the high and low is sticky note time. Um Oh man, what a weekend. I think the low is coming out of there feeling like I'm still not, I still haven't unpacked my whole backpack. I don't feel like it's still heavy, but I still feel like I probably didn't get enough out that needed to be out. And I don't know why I hold back every time, but we did a lot of good work, I think also, which is the highs, like a lot did come out at the same time and I feel good about how this quarter might be heading in a good direction and I kind of have an idea so there was a lot of alone time which was much needed and I did sticky note time in a different way with me being able to be alone in a whole new process and a whole new place is really the big part being able to really spend quiet time away from the family to get those thoughts out so 
Amazing. Yeah. Yep. But also, I get it because it feels like it rattles around. You know, look when you get, bring your kids backpack home, and you find an old piece of fruit or something in the bottom, and you're like, "What is that smell?" Oh, or you reach in to grab it and it's all mushy, and you're like, Ugh. <laughs> yeah. Ah. yeah, I get the crumbs yep. all in the back because the yep. bag's not mm-hmm. zippered with the lunch in it, and it all just crumbles out. Yeah, it's like <laughs> it's it's such a good analogy, right? Now. <laughs> <laughs> like, no matter how hard you try, you can't always. Yeah, no, all the crumbs. Getting... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway yeah so. <laughs> wow so, i think we have another s- yeah a special episode here so we're coming off the back of uh, an episode with jill my fi- top favorite five self-care activities so today we're going to talk about linda's top five self-care activities i'm so excited um i guess linda we can kind of follow the same pattern if you want to tell us all of them and then we'll you know no particular order go ahead and hit those up and talk a little bit about each of them yeah actually in the show notes i started going one two three four five and then i went no i'm going to change that to bullet points because they are in no particular order (laughs) and subject to change yes however my top ones would be fitness and including things like health and gym and those sort of things um two would be cooking actually cooking and baking I find that quite relaxing at times and enjoy the whole process in a way maybe not so much of the dishes and the washing up but it's something I've always done with the the kids um, and that sort of thing learning something new about myself or maybe something about the kids or maybe it's education development skateboarding or just something new is a big form of self-care for me um conversations obviously like this one and then at the same time I've added quiet time now yes so love those mm -hmm. yes yep (sighs) well Let's see. I almost feel like I know exactly how you can see fitness as being self-care, but tell me why that that is, because I think that's something that we've been talking about a lot lately is your dedication to getting back into your fitness Mm. and health. Mm -hmm. So um, has it always been something that you've found as good self-care or is this something as like you're saying something new that's bringing you that self-care that you're sticking with now because it is working? I think I'd like to say both. <laughs> I'd be greedy and have both answers. <laughs> uh, growing up, I spent a lot of time swimming and doing lots of actually new, learning something new, new sports like <laughs> Taekwondo or water polo or badminton or lots of different activities. And my family encouraged that, which was amazing for them to give me that opportunity as well. So I've always been, I guess, outdoorsy or those sort of things, did a little bit of gym here and there. However, recently have found an amazing community gym, which does group sessions and very welcoming and very much involves you where you're at as well, which 
I guess I haven't had in some of the bigger commercial gym um, have more of the stereotypical type setup and mm -hmm. approach. So um, that works for some people, not obviously for me right now. Um, so, yeah, I think health is one of those things that nobody else can do but you. Certainly other people can influence it. Other people can motivate you or encourage you or those sort of things. But at the end of the day, it's up to you to do it. It's part of what, yeah, it's part of what you own and is yours and all sorts of things like that. So, yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. Cool. Well, and it helps, uh, helps make me... <laughs> <laughs> um helps make me often sleep better, uh, feel stronger. And yeah, I've just enjoyed it much more at the moment than I imagined I would and started back in November. And what are we now? January, recording this in January. So yeah, it's been consistent so far. And are you seeing it? it radiate in other places of your life where it's a benefit like how mm. is that trickling through to other things that you're doing that are filling your cup or are also helpful for self-care either helping <laughs> it be better disciplined or allowing it to mm. be easier to do yeah I think it's trickling through in the sense that I feel like I have a bit of time for me and I feel like it's something that I could show the kids as a role model, I hope. Certainly helped me feel a lot stronger. I haven't seen that for a while, um, both mentally and physically oh. and emotionally in a way. So that's certainly been a big part of it. So cool. um, proving to myself that I can do it is a big part of it too. And just the endorphins and adrenaline and everything you get from physical exercise is yeah just move the body is more beneficial than we realize and the science backs up the research backs up everything's there <laughs> so I knew that in many logical ways but wasn't applying it so that's helping me become more aligned with what I know in head versus heart versus um, words and actions and mm. getting more aligned with what I say and what I do and those sort of things too. So, yeah. yeah. I think we, a lot of us know the benefits of being healthy and going to do fitness things because we, we do see evidence of it, but when you actually feel and you, you can see the evidence really radiating out from into other places. It makes us want to be more self-disciplined. So I am mm -hmm. proud of you for being so disciplined and doing it every week now. Yeah. It's going to take a been. while to, <laughs> to get there. Yeah. I like to do some, some push-ups by the end of the year. Love so that. we will see. <laughs> cool, we'll cool. see. <laughs> it's going to take a lot more <laughs> at the moment to, yeah. Get well, back we'll to where to I want to. Check back in on those push-ups later on in the year. Let me just note time. Yeah. So 
your next one is cooking and baking and I can I can definitely relate to see how that brings in some self-care activity but can you explain what you get out of that for self-care for us I think I get a sense of well nostalgia comes into it a bit Mm. because I learned to cook from my mum and her mum and there's a lot of ways that I feel connected to generations especially if I'm making some of the favorite dishes or I found an old Aussie pie recipe the other day, which is probably at least 30 plus years old. Fine. And mum mom still makes that today and it's amazing. So I'm going to make that one soon. And obviously cooking is also a way that I can feel nourished in linking back to the first healthy activity um, of self-care. If I am making a meal from scratch, it gives me a lot more care of self, if we like, yeah. to know that I have added fresh ingredients and all the other things. And then I can also provide for my family as well and be able to serve up and sit around and have conversations around the table. And They're all really important things for me to know that it feels fills a cup in a way. And then watching the kids peel carrots and Quinn likes to wear swimming goggles when he peels on chops onions. <laughs> gets goggles on. I love that. And, yep. It's the sweetest, sweetest thing. Um so yep. I reckon he reckons that I should be wearing them too. <laughs> so <laughs> But he's amazing at chopping carrots and onions and all awesome. the like all the cooking activities. He was turning sausages in the pan the other day with tongs and things like that. So yeah, it's um it's good for to involve them as well. Yeah, it yeah. amazes me when kids so young as our boys are interested in cooking that I'm like. Yeah, but I don't know how to keep you safe doing this, but okay, yeah. let's try it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. It's a balance. Yeah. Of, yeah. <laughs> what are some of your favorite things to cook or bake that bring you a lot of that joy when you're doing this? I really love, obviously, a Sunday roast. <laughs> doing up a big roast of baked potatoes and carrots and all the primings and that sort of thing. I find that really satisfying of the whole process, but also things like slow cooker. I did a slow cooker beef on the weekend, which was amazing. had lentils and beans and chickpeas and carrots and zucchini and all sorts of stuff like that. And so that's part of the bulk cooking that I've been doing as well. So that's now in the freezer is four different lots as well so that's part of again valuing me and my time in being able to do that so I think when we start to do see all the trickle benefits as we were just talking about with the fitness stuff it does trickle out it's more than just making a pie or a cake or yeah yeah, 
muffins are easy with kids. Muffins are really easy and they have lots of fun putting out all the little patty cakes into the pan and they're quick and they don't take much effort and they're a lot cheaper than a lot of the other snack food. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, there's lots out there, I think. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, one last thing I'm going to ask you. Any tips you have about cooking with your kids? You start young <laughs> is one of the biggest tips that I've learned. Um, let them watch as much as possible while they're little. And remember that they're probably more capable than you realise. Mm. Yeah. That's the messes can always be big. cleaned up. <laughs> That's right. Yes. <laughs> Although I also have a three-year-old who's a bit mess adverse in a way. He doesn't like getting messy sometimes. So that's good. It's very different, very different in some ways too. That's very good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll clean as we go on that one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, whereas I also have, I think I mentioned this the other day maybe, nine-year-old who wants to cook a cake at 8.30 while I'm putting little people to bed and then the kitchen's yeah. just... <laughs> <clears throat> I love that. Oh my goodness. Crazy. I look forward to those days of late night baking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. And he wanted to ice it and it was too hot to ice. And I'm like, oh, mate. <laughs> and then the icing morning. got thrown out. Oh, <laughs> yes. It's very upsetting for him. Yeah. Okay. Well, next. Let's see then. Learning something new. I like doing this myself. So I'm glad this is on your list, Linda. But um, I like how you also included like learning something about yourself and not just learning Mm. a new activity or a subject. So tell us more. Yeah, I think it's really important for me to get curious about why and how and Hang on a sec. <laughs> That's different to how I did it back then or yesterday even <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> why did I, why did that bother me today or not bother me or those sort of things? And I think it's really important for us to model that to our children and also to realise that we never stop learning. We also never stop mucking up. we're not just a flatline human being with one particular way to go. There's lots of different branches and lots of different choices and lots of different developments we can make. So enabling us to learn something new about ourselves, I think leads to more care at times and more understanding and more connection with both ourselves and then others as well yeah cool just that self-discovery allows you to open up other doors yeah yeah well your next one is kind of a givey like no duh conversations (laughs) really fill your (laughs) self-care bucket so (laughs) that is all you there but (laughs) 
and the podcast coming as fruition of conversation like mm-hmm. right there but tell us how how it, like because conversations sometimes can take a toll on people especially ones who might find themselves more introverted who aren't social so mm-hmm. how how is it that conversations fill you up and are a self-care activity for you because again like that can be taxing for some people to have conversations and not mm. fulfilling okay so they fill my cup in a way that allows me to realize I am more than one individual in the world. <laughs> Conversations with others can help me understand myself better. They can g- give me more input into who other people are and how they tick and how they're learning about themselves and what they might do as far as self-care. Your top five is different to my top five. And so I might try some of your top five if I haven't before. And without that conversation, I'm sort of feeling quite stagnant. And even though I would say we are both quite introverted at times, (laughs) there is still a basic human desire for connection and conversations do that. I like that. I think it can open up our worlds a little bit more, which brings a little bit of fulfillment to us too. Well, it's funny. I think of my husband about conversations because he's, he doesn't want to interact with people and he's a person to go out, I don't know, night off, um, go to his favorite pubs and every time he comes home saying somebody else struck up a conversation with me and I hated it, but I took it. And I'm just like, why would you hate that? Like, just let it happen. You'll learn something different. So <laughs> it's yeah. funny to see how different we take those conversations. Cause I'd probably be annoyed too. Sometimes like I was just here to do peace and quiet. Why are people got to strike mm-hmm. up conversation? And there's others like you who are like, yes, give me all the conversations. I want them all. Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, I need to, be self-aware of that Mm -hmm. and I could take every single conversation and get nothing done except talk all day (laughs) which while it sounds good right now after talking for six hours I reckon would become a little bit exhausting for me (laughs) (laughs) so kudos to all the teachers who talk all day (laughs) and then have 30 students talking at them all day yeah. as well. Oh. I don't know how that one happens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. well, with that being said, your last one was quiet time, which is complete opposite to like we were just talking about with conversation. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> Ooh, I think a lot of people can resonate with quiet time being a top five self care action. Yeah. So, how do you yes. even find quiet time, Linda? <laughs> Good question. <laughs> I don't know sometimes. It's it's on my list as a top five and a desirable. Definitely desirable. Definitely pick little moments when I can. And if I actually look back properly, I might think, oh, I haven't had any of that. Can I be quiet time tonight? Um, however, there have been definite moments where 
actually the house has been quite quiet. And I remember just sitting on the couch with Alex earlier watching a movie. Now, while the movie was noisy, Alex and I were sitting there in quietness and just having a cuddle. So, yeah, I concentrate better with quiet as well, which we were talking about just before we hit record, I think, about trying to find somewhere quiet to work. If you're working from home and have, I've had a bit of an opportunity lately to take work to a cafe or to the library. However, those places still aren't quiet enough for what I'm really needing <laughs> as well. So it can be really hard to actually find somewhere quiet, especially to read or work or just sit and think. And I actually sometimes want everything to just be like, I don't want a coffee machine in the background. I don't want people laughing at a Zoom meeting in the library. I don't want people's life story right now because I seem to seek out people who want to tell me their life story. (laughs) (laughs) Which is not lovely. And don't get me wrong. However, sometimes I'm like, I just want to write. I just want to sit and do a sticky note time list of everything in my backpack. I just want to, yeah, you can relate, I think. Definitely. Not, 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 not. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So when you do finally find a spot where it's become like, oh, that was a really good quiet time of reflection. What, what's something that you are getting out of that quiet time that makes you really desire it? Focus on whatever I I want right then. <laughs> Sounds a little selfish in a way, but just being able to be, oh, I'm just going to let my thoughts go this way and that way and this way and that way and maybe write some things down or maybe dream for a little bit or just, yeah. Yeah. And I need to be committed enough not to fill those quiet times with picking up and scrolling or just thinking about how I could have done things better in the past or, yeah, being quite disciplined in being able to be like, right, I finally have this quiet time and now I'm going to use it to, I, I really like to use that quiet time to write. Yeah. I write better in quiet. I hadn't wanted to admit that for a long time, but I do actually do. Yeah. Yeah. I think when you're coming up with words that need to come out of you, you need that silence around you so you can discover that. But um, I appreciate you including your quiet time being with around a with and around other people where it may not actually be quiet around you guys, but you are doing your own quiet time things. Cause I've recently learned that myself would be considered alone time also where you are around someone else, but you're doing your own alone time thing. So I think that's a great ad to even include in there that we can be aware of that that can be our quiet time too. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And maybe we need to, excuse me, I'll prog in my throat. Maybe we need to 
include in our podcast time, 20 minutes of quiet time a month where we were just alone together, mm. but also having quiet. Maybe a little meditation session. <laughs> yeah. Yep. We might need Anything. locked doors for that one though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can't predict who won't be in bed at that time. Yeah. <laughs> Already had a little person running past to go to the toilet for the what feels like the tenth time tonight. <laughs> oh bedtime <laughs> routines are not part of our self-care for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Once everyone's asleep in the house, that is a great time of day, though, just knowing that they're resting and it's quiet. It's quiet. down. Yeah. It's definitely satisfying. Yes. So satisfying. It's definitely a favorite time around here. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I loved your top five self-care activities, Linda. And again, they were fitness which resulted in healthier lifestyle and going to the gym more you're cooking and baking love that it brings that nostalgia to your family and remembering all the things that you used to do as a young in and bringing in the young ins now for you um <laughs> learning something new is always good um but specifically i love how you tie it in back to yourself whether it is the the new activity and you're learning something about yourself through that mm. or just asking yourself questions, conversations, obviously. If you haven't heard Linda's conversations, go check out her set of stories with a Sunday roast podcast and the books, lovely conversations that are coming through those. Then of course, quiet time, what every parent wants forever in their lives. (laughs) Once the baby is born, it's a little bit of quiet time, but I love how you're finding that even with noise around you and with your family mm. so yeah thank you for asking that. lovely questions yeah. and listening and just being you and all the things i really appreciate it well yeah conversations are definitely yeah. self-care for not just you but me too so yes love it. and next week we're talking about healing ourselves with self-care Yay. <laughs> after our top five so <laughs> yep lots of healing to do we'll bring some space to that conversation because i bet (laughs) (laughs) all right until next week we hope you can unstuck your mug bye Bye for now bye